Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is really interesting. There was a question asked about dimensions and what's this idea of moving from the 3D reality to a 5D reality? What's that all about? And Joshua explains it in detail. It's fascinating. I'm starting to see glimpses of it right now. Briefly, the 3D reality is where you think everything's physical. And the 5D reality is where the physical and the non-physical are mixed together. So it's very interesting to see how Joshua explains it. I'm starting to get a picture of it in this new reality that we're moving into. And as we raise our perspective, we start to see it more and more and have these unimaginable experiences. So you have to get over the fear part first. And you do that by raising your perspective. As you raise your perspective, the fear fades away. This is what we do in the basic training courses, in the boot camp courses. It's shifting your perspective and seeing yourself in your reality in a new way. And then the fear sort of fades away because it's not real, especially this irrational fear. The irrational fear, the fear of talking to someone or doing something you think you'll be embarrassed by, stuff like that, that starts to fade away. And so it no longer controls your life. It's really the benefit of shifting your perspective. The courses, basic training and boot camp, depending on where you are at in your spiritual journey, will all shift your perspective a lot higher. And then you'll take it again, because once you're in either of these courses, you can take them over as often as you like. And every time you do, your perspective shifts even higher. And we're starting two new courses on Monday, so there's still time to get into those. Send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'll send you some information. You can decide which one is right for you. Also, remember to like and subscribe and to leave a review. The reviews are the things that help the most. The more reviews we get, the more people can find this podcast. So we really appreciate everything you do. And of course, leave your comments and let me know what you think. And if there's any topic you'd like to talk about or like to hear about, uh, leave that in the comments and I'll make sure to tell Joshua about it. Well, without any further ado, let's get this one started. We are thrilled to be here. Where all of you are now, whether you're on the call now or listening at a later date, if you're in your car, if you're in your home, if you're at work, wherever you're listening to this right now, we want you to know that where you are now is perfect for you. It's always perfect. Where you are in the moment is the perfect place to be. You might think you want to be somewhere else. You might think you should be doing something else. You might be arguing with yourself that you're not being productive or you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing or whatever that is. This is a mental construct that many humans have, all humans have, the idea that you should be doing something, something different than what you're doing now. And if you could lean into what you're doing now and realize that no matter what it is, there's nothing better that you could be doing. Nothing at all. Nowhere better you could be. No better place or condition or environment or financial level or friendships or people around you or status, work, any of that. Where you are now is perfect. It's always been perfect. It's perfect now and always be perfect. When you think you might like to be somewhere else instead or things should be different instead or things could be better instead or you should be doing something that you believe is good for you or good for the community or good for someone else, you're not really in the state of alignment because when you're drifting off out of where you are, when you're hoping or wishing or thinking things could be somehow different and you would feel better, you are forgetting who you truly are. You're forgetting what this is all about. You're forgetting why you came here. 
And why you came here is to lean into this idea that you are enough as you are and that everyone around you is enough as they are. In fact, you would not want to change a single hair on any person you've ever met. They're exactly perfect. This idea of perfection is going to get you a lot further in your discovery of who you are because the truth of the matter is that you are perfect, that they're perfect, that the conditions are perfect, that where you find yourself is perfect, that nothing could be different than it is. Nothing could be changed to make you feel better because you don't derive your feelings from the outside conditions. This is the big flaw in the premise of most people, that only if something was different than it is, they would feel better. And we want to stress to you that to feel better, you must accept what is as perfect for you in this moment. To use the analogy of a stepping stone, would you maybe have a pathway that leads from your backyard to your fence to the street beyond? That as you travel along that pathway, each stone on that pathway is perfect for where you are in that moment because you could not get from here to there without stepping on each and every stone. Without those stones in place, you don't have a pathway. And so where you are now is simply a stone between where you were before and where you're going to be. Every single stone, every single step that you take on that journey from where you are now to where you're going to be is always going to be perfect. You may not like the particular conditions in the moment. That's fine. You don't have to like anything. But what we want you to do is in that time where you're thinking things should be different, remember that this moment has to be, you must go through this moment to get to subsequent moments. If you see the present moment as flawed or the present conditions as flawed or present day as flawed, you're not realizing what that day, what that moment is bringing to you. In each moment, you can experience it in joy. How would you do that? You'd see it as perfect. In each moment, you could experience it as wrong or bad or could be improved. And if you do that, well, you're thinking more on the terms that it's not enough. You're not enough, and it must be changed in order for you to feel better. The perception of reality that has been adopted or learned by most people is that things should change for them to feel good. And so with that perception, they find themselves controlling things, efforting, struggling, wishing, hoping, and perceiving themselves as a victim. They allow themselves to feel good if they perceive that the conditions are good, and then they feel bad if they perceive the conditions are bad. From that perspective, what they must do is control or change the conditions constantly. But if the conditions are necessary for where they are to alert them to limiting beliefs or to give them inspiration or to adjust their mental construct in some way, they're going to be missing the point of all this. And they're not going to be feeling good. So if you had a choice in your present moment conditions to see it as wrong and bad or right and good, which one do you think would make you feel better? Which one would be more natural to look at? If you were not taught that you had to control things and change things and, and make them somehow different than they are, if you were only acting on inspiration when you did anything, 
you would be led to the most brilliant life you could even imagine. In fact, it would be beyond what you could imagine. It would be so far beyond what you could imagine that every single moment would then become a surprise and a delight to you. Would be fascinating and interesting and exhilarating. You would get chills all the time. And this is the way that this reality is designed. It's designed to bring you that which is new, that which is exciting and fun and delicious and interesting. But when you're in resistance, when you're wishing things were different, you can't hear it, you can't see it. And in fact, you can't really get to that level, that new level. It's a funny thing to think about your perception and that it could be a mistake. It could be a false idea. You really think you know what's going on here, but we promise you, you see only a fraction of it. There's so much more going on, but you can't see it because you're in a bit of fear. That fear is wishing something was different than it was, hoping that things would change, hoping things would get better, holding on to ideals that aren't even very well defined at all and aren't especially interesting. The ideals that you have in your mind for what you think would make a good life or a good partner or good surroundings, it's just because you've seen it somewhere else. But what if something could come along that would surprise and delight you that you've never seen before? Well, if you have a very narrow perception of reality, if you're really holding on to the rigid construct that that's solid and that's a wall and that's a tree and that's the definition of this and, and I'm just this way and that person's just that way. If you could open that up a bit and expect to be delighted, then it would come to you, but it would come to you in a way that would be acceptable to you based on your fears. And if you're in fear, meaning that if you believe that things are wrong or bad, if you hold on to any judgment whatsoever, especially where all of you are at your perspective, you're not going to be able to see that which is surprising and delightful or new or interesting or remarkable. If you could open that belief system to realize that there's more to you and more to this reality and more interaction with the people around you and more inspiration coming to you and more communication coming from your inner selves, your guides and supporters, if you could expect to be delighted and allow yourself to bend the rules of what you think is true in this reality, if you could play with that a bit here and there, when you see something interesting happening, but then your mind says, oh no, that's just a coincidence or an accident, or that's just a random event. There is nothing random about any of this. It's all designed. Every moment is designed for you. If you're in a bit of fear, you're not going to see it. If you're really wishing things were different, you're not going to see it. You're not going to hear it. You're not going to notice it. You're going to come up with some possible cause that maybe it happened this way, or maybe it happened that way. There's got to be an explanation for this. Imagine a life where so many things are seen by you that aren't seen by others, because you're open to these ideas. You're open to the fact that because you're a limitless, magnificent, eternal being of pure, positive, love, and acceptance, because you're the creator of this life that you're living and that you created perfectly and that you're guided and supported and loved more than you could imagine. And all eyes are on you because of where you're looking and what you're thinking and how you're approaching life in a new way. And they know exactly what it takes for you to be thrilled. Expect to be thrilled 
and this life, this reality, this earth plane, the people around you, they will thrill you. The whole thing is set up for joy and fun and delight and surprise and, and the new. It's all new. But if you're holding on to your limitations because you think they keep you safe, your limiting beliefs, your ideas about what should happen and what people should be doing and how you should be acting and how you would never do this and you would never go there and you would never attempt to do that. And you would never act on that inspiration because what would people think? Or maybe you get embarrassed about something or no one would believe you. Those ideas are held onto very tightly by most of the population of this planet. The old approach to life, the old approach of protecting yourself and thinking you're wrong and thinking you're broken and thinking you're not enough and thinking you're unworthy. That's for a lot of people to explore because that cannot be explored in the non-physical. How could source ever think it was unworthy or unloved or unlovable? It would never happen. And so when you start thinking about yourself as the creator of your reality, creating the life that you're living, creating the moment you're in, creating the trajectory that got you here and the trajectory that will get you to everything you truly want. You only created it perfectly for you. You know you very well. You've been with you for eons. You've had lots of experiences. And so you all came in at the highest expression of your origin consciousness. The most powerful, the most intelligent, the most talented, equipped, magnificent. So this life for you is a pinnacle. It's a massive shift in perspective. And as you shift that perspective higher and higher and higher, you will see a reality. You will see an earth that no one else has ever seen or can see until they get to where you are. But for all of you, the sky's the limit. It's the unknown. But it's all delightful. It's all welcoming. It's all fun. But where you all are now, you cannot hold on to these limitations the judgments. If you find yourself saying that's wrong or bad, you're trying to protect yourself. That's the only reason you would think that. If you're ever complaining about anything, it's because in that moment, you're seeing yourself as a victim. That time has passed. And as you walk forward, after this conversation, we want you to look with new eyes at your reality. Look at it as if you created every single aspect, every tree, every flower, every star in the sky, every person in your life, every building, every road, every town, all of it you created for you so that you could have this experience. Now, that experience is going to be different for each one of you, completely different, unimaginably different. You can't even communicate what you experience. You can take a trip to Paris and come back and tell your friends about Paris. How well do you think you can describe it? Just bluntly. Well, that's what trying to describe your life is to anyone else. No one can understand your perspective and you can't really understand theirs because you're always putting yourself into their shoes. So you don't have to get anyone to agree with you because they're not going to, they're not where you are yet. So it's up to you to go boldly forth with a new approach and a new mental construct that says, from now on, I am going to see the perfection 
in every aspect of this life. And I'm going to come to the conclusion that I created it all for me so that I can have this massive shift in perspective that I've had over the last days and weeks and months and past couple of years. And that shift of perspective by changing your mind and saying, there is no wrong anywhere in the universe. And then seeing that there is no wrong and seeing how it could possibly be right. That's such an elevated shift in perspective that you're among a handful who are boldly going forth and choosing exactly how to perceive their own reality in joy. That's where you are. That's why everyone is watching you. That's why this is so exciting. And we can't wait to see what happens when you shift that perspective just a little bit more in every area of your life. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything we'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I'll, I have a question. Paige. The other night I had dinner with two girls I went to high school with that I haven't seen in a really long time. And although I enjoyed dinner and seeing them, I noticed how much the things that they were telling me about their lives were coming from places of fear and limitation. And so when I got home, I thought about that a lot. And so I wondered, you know, was I, was I just sitting there judging them instead of feeling neutral just by noticing all of those things about what they were saying? Is that not, you know, should I not be doing that? Or is it okay to notice that and note it and move on? Excellent question. It talks to exactly what we we're describing in our opening remarks. Yeah. And that where you are now is such a high perspective. You are really starting to notice where everyone else is, what the fears is, what the old approach to life is doing to their lives, what their perspective is doing to their joy. It's killing their joy because they're choosing to believe that the only way to protect themselves is to think that's wrong. If I don't think it's wrong, how on earth could I ever stop it or prevent it? Well, since you have no control, that's never gonna work. Now, to notice those who were in your life before and who you thought were normal and agree with everything they would have said 10 years ago, 20 years ago, to notice how far you've come is a wonderful thing. We wouldn't say in that you're judging them, you're seeing clearly that they're just possessed by a perspective that is not true, accurate, or beneficial to the slightest. And that they're choosing to see that which they consider wrong in order to protect themselves from that which they consider wrong. And because they're choosing a perception of reality that is not true, they're feeling negative emotion. The negative emotion is illuminating a limiting belief, but they're not at that level where they understand that concept yet. And so when they have manifestation events, they're naturally thinking that the reason I'm upset is because that event happened. Instead of saying, the reason I'm upset is because my perception of that event is not in line with the truth of this reality or who I truly am. If you were saying to them, you're wrong for having that perception of reality and you wanted them to change because it didn't make you feel good, well, that would be judgment. But what we believe happened is that you just simply noticed that you're more clear, you have a more advanced way of looking at life. You understand that when you're pretending to be a victim, it's never gonna feel good. 
And you could witness that in the conversation with your friends. By all measure, their lives are spectacular given where they live and the quality of life that they have compared to almost all humans that have ever existed. But they're not looking at that. They're not saying how amazing this life is, how amazing it is to be living at this time in history and with all the freedom and choices and, and comforts of this time. What humans who are perceiving themselves to be a victim are looking at is the problems. And you could take a human with this perception of reality, put them in the most opulent conditions, and within a week or so, they'd find something to complain about. And then they would feel negative emotion. And then they would want to control that and control that. And then they give up because they can't control it. And there's just nothing they can do about it. And then they feel even more like the victim. You have a way of looking at life now that has elevated your overall sense of well-being and ease, of joy, of freedom, of abundance. You are not all there yet, and that's not necessary. It's not necessary at all to be one who only looks at perfection and never has a doubt, never has a moment of worry or a moment of concern. That's not the point. The point is that you've elevated yourself to this high level, and you're generally feeling much better in most areas of your life. How most humans are generally feeling unsatisfied, unhappy, even suffering in most areas of their life. It's impossible to explain to them that simply by choosing to see the perfection, the good, the right, the way things are flowing, the way to look at any subject or event at hand from an empowering perspective of that of the creator, the creator of that experience, or to the victim of that experience. Now, most humans will say, how could you possibly think that is good and right? And they would take a litany of subjects. But if you were to list the 10,000 subjects in their life and check off the ones that are good and the ones that are bad, overwhelmingly, it would be good. But the bad gets all the attention. It's the vibration of the problem. And so they're constantly consumed by problem after problem after problem and manifestation event after manifestation event after manifestation event. They are given every possible example, every possible situation to highlight the fact that they're choosing a perception of reality that's not true. And they continue to keep their heads down and be buried in the problem. They're amazed that they can't find solutions. They don't understand this idea of vibration of the problem, vibration of the solution. So you must look at where you are and how you're thinking now and how you're shifting from one old approach to life, which is very dense and has a lot of momentum behind it, into this approach to life now, where it's just getting clearer and more obvious and feeling better. And you have tools to work with and you understand it's not my thought. It's a thought I'm attracting based on the vibration I'm offering right now. And I can allow that thought to soften or to fade away. I don't have to take ownership of these thoughts. I don't have to take ownership of decisions and choices and actions I make or things that happened in the past. I don't have to worry about the future ever. All I have to do is understand that from this higher perspective where I entered this reality to have experiences that would expand my awareness and my consciousness to give me a little subtle ways of seeing things and 
being able to be the example of that and be able to receive inspiration, be able to even get into alignment or to notice when I'm out of alignment. They are not ready for that quite yet, but they will be very soon. And as you say, okay, isn't it interesting? I see all my friends who are in fear, but can I accept them now? Do I need to change them? Do I need to worry about them? Do I need to wish that they were better or having more fun or any of these things? Well, if you return to the non-physical and you meet up with them again, they will say, Paige, that's very interesting, that life we had. It was so magnificently expansive and there was so much fun in there. And they will never talk about what they could have done, what they should have done. They will have this understanding completely clearly that every choice and every action and every decision they ever made in their entire lives was simply based on the perspective that they had at the time. And they were unaware that they could change that perspective in the moment, or they could change that perspective going into any experience, or they could raise that perspective by looking back at any experience and seeing it as perfect. And they'll be amazed at, Paige, you came forth and you were able to figure this out and you'll be able to find this information. You were able to start living this new approach to life. And then they will see all the thoughts that you had that are now added to the mass consciousness that are available to all the humans that will come from then on. And they will revel in the magnificence of your life and your new understanding of this reality and how greatly you affected those around you and the mass consciousness by you choosing to brave this new trail and explore this idea that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe. They would say, we were never ready for that. But we can see now because we see how powerful and energetic your soul is, that you have been doing this a long time and that you had certain special intentions before you came. And that led you to emerge as the fullest that you've ever been as a human and guided you perfectly to this new philosophy that you can play with. But there will never be any problem in their lives. They will never see anything was wrong. They will all see it as perfect. Because from the highest perspective, that is the only possible way to look at everything. Why is that? Because if you've existed in this universe for eons and eons and eons in the non-physical, you've had enough experience that shows you that it's always been perfect. It's perfect now and always be perfect. But you play this little game where you forget who you are, you forget the rules, you forget what's actually happening. You enter this dense, challenging environment, and then you say, all right, we'll don this perception of imperfection. We'll learn it. We'll adopt these beliefs from those who are here. And then we'll teach them to our children and to others as we go along. And we'll reinforce this idea of imperfection. We'll make sure that every human knows that they are not perfect that only God is perfect and will make sure they know that they are not God. That's an interesting place to start, but you might've noticed that humans are explorers and they desire that which is new. So you said, I will come down as an explorer and I will find the truth. I will discover the truth. And when I discover the truth, I'm not going to believe it, but I will play with it. And the ideas will somehow resonate with me. That truth then will be so remarkable, so unbelievable 
that playing with it just for a little while and playing with the discovery of that and thinking about that and incorporating that into your daily life will change things in such a radical way that you will feel exhilarated, enthusiastic, and you will raise perspectives higher and higher. And then the gift of all this is more clarity. And when you get more clarity, you bring yourself out of the illusion and you remember, oh my God, I am source and so are they, they just can't see it. And so when you look upon any person, you must realize your source, their source, and you're all in this together. You're just a few feet in front of them and you're just cutting out a nice path that they can follow. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua, I have a question. In a previous question, I asked what is the difference between density and dimensions, and you provide great clarification on density. Can you elaborate on what are dimensions? For example, quantum physicists, string theory, they say we have 10 dimensions. When we meditate or raise our perspective, are we changing dimensions in that case? Can you elaborate on that? Well, imagine that you are a two-dimensional being. So you are basically a flat sheet of paper. And you couldn't see anything above you or below you. All you could see is in the horizon. And so if anything moved, you would have this sort of a black shadow that moved across, but you wouldn't be able to identify it. So your perspective would be very limited there. So then you move to a three-dimensional, and you have now up and down, left and right, forward and backwards, and time, past and present and future. And so now you can perceive everything else in that dimension, all the other people and the buildings and streets and the cars and, and history and future and all this. That is a much higher perspective and gives you more awareness of who you are. So humans are living in this 3D reality and anything outside of that box, that literal cube of reality cannot be seen by those who are existing in that 3D reality. So there's a lot going on just like if you are on a sheet of paper, there's a lot going on above you and below you in the past and present and future. What's the next dimension that you'd like to move into? Well, we would say that you would like to understand more about what's actually happening in this reality. And this is what you're learning now. That this wall is not a wall. It's just energy. And because you believe it's a wall and you've seen it before and you agree with your friends that that's a wall and you allow it to have its rules, you can't pass through it because it's physical. You're physical. It doesn't allow for that. But if you understand this energy there and that the room that you're in right now is full of that energy and that energy is responsible for snapping that into a wall the moment you come into the room. When you're not in the room, when you're not looking at it, it's not there. It comes into being when you're consciously aware of it, when you expect it, when you believe it. So what we're learning now is that the energy is consuming everything that you perceive is outside of you. And that is forming into these things because you believe it or expect it but it's only forming into what you believe and expect, not what anyone else believes and expects, unless they believe and expect something similar, but they will only see what they consider a wall from their perspective, and it will be different from what you consider a wall or a tree or anything else. So now you're realizing that 
you're creating everything you look at the moment you look at it. And so is everyone else. But you're creating uniquely because all humans are unique. This universe doesn't provide for anything at all being exactly the same. Do you notice that when you are creating in a creation, if you've created already, it doesn't need to exist again. It's been created. So it's all about the creation of the new. So when you are born into this reality and you have your life and you have your perspective and you have your intentions, it's to create something brand new. You all agree that that's a house and that's a car and that's a bus and that's a plane and that's a tree, but it's all different from your perspective. So now you have this idea that you're the creator of your reality, that everything is an illusion, that everything is created for you by you to be a reflection of how you see yourself in your reality. If you perceive yourself to be a victim, meaning that outside conditions and things can make you feel something, then that's one experience, a valid and expansive experience, a common human experience. They're all different experiences, but they're all in the general bucket of experiences labeled as misperception of reality or I'm not the creator, I'm the victim. So now you're coming here to a new dimension, a dimension where you understand that your physical senses cause you to perceive a reality that seems physical, but it's not physical. You've never left the non-physical. You still exist in the non-physical, projecting a physical reality for you to have an experience, an emotional experience with it. In this coming to new awareness and new philosophies and new ideas and experimenting this with yourself in your daily life, you will start to notice little strange things happening. We call this the unimaginable. At first, they will conform to your fears and your belief system. So it might be easy for you to see the numbers of the clock line up, 222-555. You might notice that you're waking up at 3.30 every morning and so is everyone else. You might notice that during meditation, you're having some communication. You might notice that while you're in the shower, you're getting some inspiration. You might notice that you somehow know things. You might notice that everything you know is accessed non-physically. It's not stored in the brain. You might notice that if you need to know something, you'll be guided to the answer if you're not in the vibration of the problem. You might notice that you'd be thinking of a friend and the friend calls you. You've been thinking about a movie and the movie shows up on TV. You've been thinking about a song and the song is playing on the radio in a restaurant that you just walked into. In the past, you say coincidence. You used to have a mental facility for trying to make things put into why that happened. What's the explanation for that? Oh, it must be this or must be that. As you open your perspective and your belief system, you become available to what's really going on, another dimension. The other dimension is a non-physical slash physical dimension. So it's a interaction while in physical reality with the non-physical. In the physical reality, you have your five senses to help you navigate this reality, sight, Sound, taste, touch, smell. 
they take a lot of attention. You really are seeing what you're seeing and smelling what you're smelling and hearing what you're hearing. To be in the next dimension, the 4D, 5D, whatever you want to call it, you will incorporate spiritual senses. Clairs, all the clairs, clairvoyant, clairsentience, all those. All these other things. Gary is utilizing one right now as he translates the communication that we're providing to you. This is just the tip of the iceberg. All humans are equipped with many certain specific talents and attributes that we call empathic. And as you find yourself moving into this new dimension, because you've raised your perspective, you see this new dimension will say, you can't really bring your fears here. You can't bring your judgment here. You can't bring victims to this new dimension because there's a lot more activity. Things happen a lot quicker. Things happen much faster. And things happen that will break your old perception of reality. You can't be one who believes absolutely in a physical world and then suddenly hear voices and not be freaked out or see things and not be freaked out. You can't bring those fears with you. That's why your empathic senses do not come online at the lower perspectives because they wouldn't serve you. They would scare you. As you get past those irrational fears and realize that this reality and all realities are benevolent, they're all supportive, they're all completely abundant and free, the rules of a physical reality do not apply in this new reality. You can't bring what you think is wrong with you into a 5D reality because it would break the rules of that reality. 3D reality, sure, you can have wrong and bad, you can have fear, you can have all that. It's a great training ground. But now that you've had that training and you're starting to see things in a new way, you're moving into a new dimension. Obviously, this is by design. Imagine you first start out as a single cell organism. This is your first experience in a physical reality. From that perspective, is very two-dimensional. As you have enough experience there and are ready for more awareness, for more new, for more exciting, then you would be a creature of some sort, a animal. And then more awareness, more awareness, more experience. You say, I'm going to try being a human. I'm going to do that for a while. And that reality, that 3D, allows you to explore the box that you're in. When you've explored that box enough, you get out of that reality into the next level. But to do that, you have to think in a new way. You have to process beliefs that are not true. You have to analyze fears that are completely irrational for any entity living in a next dimension, a 5D dimension. But in this new dimension, it's unimaginable. It's so interesting. It's so exciting. And it's so new. Humans have been pretty much living the same sort of kind of lives for centuries. There's nothing that unimaginable happening. It's all the same thing over and over and over again. And it's all generally based in fear. Now imagine what could be created by humans moving into a new dimension where they're not constrained by this physical thing that they think is real. Telepathic communication, seeing who people truly are, communicating with your non-physical friends who are either guide supporters or loved ones who have passed over, having them there to answer any question you might have and guide you 
completely knowingly towards more fun, more joy, and even higher perspectives. When you don this new perspective with these new abilities and talents, and you're receiving true inspiration, you're going to ask questions that have never been asked before. You'd be like, how could we do this? And you're going to unlock information that is contained in the possibility in the universe that we cannot access from the non-physical. That's why you're here. New ideas, brand new ideas, not just how to do this better, but something brand new that no one's ever thought about before. Because you're outside of that box, your awareness is opening up what's possible now. We're excited to find out because this platform of earth reality holds a lot of interesting dynamics where when you ask a certain question, it has to be answered. You're asking the same old question, how do I fix this problem? Well, same old answer, same old answer, same old answer. You ask a new question, what if I tried this? Or wouldn't it be fun if we had this or whatever it is? And then new stuff comes popping up. Now, this universe, source, everyone in the non-physical, we love the new. And that's why it's so exciting that so many of you are starting to think outside of that physical box and have some experiences that no humans have ever had before, ever, 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 ever. And we get to watch it and we get to see it happening and we get the benefit of it, the benefit of that expansion, the moment you choose another approach to life, the moment you choose to see yourself from a much higher perspective, the moment you choose to act in love, on inspiration, follow your heart and not your head, see everyone else as perfect because they're source too. When you start living life this way, who knows what's going to show up? It's an amazing time to be alive, certainly, and to be present watching you. There is so much exciting stuff right on the verge of happening now because of all of you who are thinking in a new way. And when you think in a new way, from the perspective that you have now, that spills into the mass consciousness and changes the color and texture and flavor of that consciousness. It makes it easier for others to see inspiration and to act on inspiration to meditate and to be kind and loving to others. It makes it easier for all humanity. And that's the benefit of what you're doing. And that's the benefit of this question you're asking. And that's the benefit of looking for this higher perspective because the higher perspective is the pathway to this next dimension. It's not for everyone. If you're in fear, you don't wanna go there because it doesn't conform to this reality. It's fun and exciting, but if you have fears of creatures hiding under the bed, it's not going to be for you. So you have to sort of prove that you've changed your perspective by not hanging on to these irrational fears any longer. And if you could do that, and you'll do it in certain areas and not other areas, you'll have certain fears about this over here, but not that over there. And so that's where you'll be taken and it'll be unimaginable to you. It'll be so interesting to you. But the flip side of this is Gary has found out it's impossible to tell anyone else because they will never believe you because their mind is not there yet. They still want to come up with some possible explanation for this unimaginable story that you're telling them. You'll want us to do it too at first. And then you'll say, oh my God, no, that's one of those unimaginable experiences Joshua was talking about. They're coming to you because you're all 
gleefully, joyfully, excitedly moving into a new reality, a reality that adds the physical and the non-physical together to make that which is new. Excellent and fun. Thank you. Emma. Hi, Joshua. I have a question about the Joshua community. So everyone I've spoken to, I'm fairly new to the community, but everyone I have spoken to seems to have been very drawn to this community. So acting on inspiration and just a deep knowing that this is information that would benefit them. And maybe more so than than other things that they've experienced in their life, a very, very deep knowing. And I know you've talked about us, you know, setting certain intentions before we came here. So uh, having a deeper emotional sensitivity, having the desire to, to understand how to feel good. And I just wondered if you could elaborate on that, if there's anything more that you can say about do, have we known each other in other lives, uh, our community? Is there some intention that we hold as a group that would be valuable to us for us to understand? Anything you could elaborate on? Thank you. Excellent. Well, first, you'll have to understand that the universe and all the consciousness within the universe is infinite. It's not like when you transition, you go to this big room and you're all there together and then you're all watching on TV sets, everyone who's in physical. There's a energy of those who are advanced enough and powerful enough and energetic enough that want to try this new reality called Earth. This reality, which is unique in physical realities, is something that's really on the leading edge of expansion. This reality creates more new stuff because in this reality, those who experience it, especially the humans who experience it, the, the consciousness that chooses to become human in this reality, they're very advanced, adventurous souls. So you have that in common with all of you. You're at the leading edge of those who like to explore. And so the humans are literally made up of the same stuff as the group that loves this exploration of the new. Oh, there's a new planet called Earth. Let's check this out. What's going on, on Earth? Well, it's, guess what? There's this thing called fear there. What's fear? Well, you go in, you totally forget who you are. You totally forget that you're this powerful, magnificent explorer. Yeah, have all this gravity. You have to eat food. You could be attacked by animals because they got to eat food. You got to breathe. You got to have sex and have offspring that way. And, and most people are like, ew, that's disgusting. We're not doing that. Oh, no, but this is an adventure. You come here and you have feelings. Well, we have feelings that don't realize. No, no, no. In Earth, there's something about Earth. It provides for all this magnificent feeling. Oh, I got to try that. I got to try that feeling thing. And what else happens? Well, you birth these desires and they become created. Well, we do that non-physical. No, no, no. You really have to focus. You really have to believe. So you don't remember who you are. So you don't, can't just snap your fingers and create something. In fact, when you do it in the non-physical, it doesn't mean anything. But when you do it in physical reality, it really means something. And you also got this thing called a survival instinct. What's that? It's this generator of this feeling that you will get whenever your life is in danger. Well, that seems useful if that's, you know, keep you on the planet longer. Yeah. But guess what? Anytime you feel that something's wrong or bad, anything, 
you're going to feel something similar to that. Okay, well, no problem. I just won't think anything's wrong or bad. Oh, no, here's the catch. You're going to think everything's wrong or bad. You're going to think you're wrong and bad. You're going to think they're wrong and bad. You're going to want to change everything. You're going to want to control everything. You're going to wish everything was different. Why? Well, because the one thing that's interesting about this reality, as opposed to all the other realities you've ever experienced before, is you're going to think you're separate from everything else. What's separate? How could you possibly think you're separate? Oh, yeah. You're not going to know that you're source. You're not going to know that you're connected to everything else. You're not going to have that feeling of connection. You're going to have the feeling of individuality and separation. You mean, I'm going to think that that person standing next to me is not me? Yeah. And that they could harm you. They could say something mean to you or they could hit you or whatever. You've got to worry about that person. I would never, that's me. I would never worry. Oh yeah, you're going to worry because you're going to be taught that they're imperfect and they can be wrong and you're imperfect and you're wrong. You'll be taught that you're wrong by others who are there ahead of you. It's an amazing thing. Well, I don't get why anyone would come here because this expansion that comes from this is greater than any other reality. And so all humans have that thing in them, that vibration of this explorer the willingness to come forth and be challenged in this environment and forget who they are. Who wants to forget who you are? Oh yeah, it's part of the deal. So that vibration is within all humans in the non-physical. And so you'd be walking around in the non-physical and some soul will come up to you and they go, oh my God, you, you've been on earth? Yeah. They can tell by the power and the energy of your soul. And then you'll say, what was that like? It was amazing. It was incredible. I can't even explain it to you. You wouldn't believe me anyway. You'll have to try for yourself. And they'll go, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And you'll say, well, if you do, it'll expand you in ways that you can't be expanded. And, and it's so interesting. And then when you get back, you're going to realize that it was all just an illusion. And you remember who you are and the rush of that expansion you know, you don't all go there. Just a little piece of you goes down there. The rest of you is guiding you. So you have guided supporters and intentions and all that stuff. You plan it out, you know. But as you're expanding down there, you expand yourself instantly up here, plus the entire universe. So it's really this cool thing that this group of this brave souls does because they unlock all this new stuff that we didn't know about. And it's really cool. And then there's... Those within that group who have done this long time for eons and eons and eons. There's many souls that come and do one life or two lives or just come down for a minute or a day. They'll just show up as in a human form and they'll experience what that's like and see what these arms are like and breathing what that's like and eating what that's like. And then they'll pop off again. But there's a few of you, the tip of the spear that has done this over again and over again, and you're expanded so big. And when you come forth, you come forth in this most expanded version of you with a vibration of life after life after life of understanding, of a little memory here and there, and of a vibration that says, we come forth as teachers and leaders and explorers at this time in history. We're really good at choosing our trajectory. We're really good at picking the time and place and the people and the body and laying out this life. We're really good at this. We're really good 
at creating these experiences that we'll have to have so that we can get here to this higher perspective. Those experiences often do not conform to what humans want to have because humans are looking at it from a victim perspective. But once they start seeing themselves as creators, all these experiences change. The entire reality changes for them. And one thing that happens is when you hear the truth, it resonates with you because you're at a different level. So you're not as deep into the swamp or the fear. If you were to hear this message or this philosophy, and you were really playing around in the bottom levels of the fear, it would cause you to feel fear. That would cause you to have a little bit of a negative emotion about it. Find some reason you think it's wrong or bad, this philosophy. But for those of you who are here now, you're elevated out of that fear because it's not as real to you. And you've been led on a path, a spiritual path. You've been led to similar teachings and similar philosophies. There's a lot of these in your culture now that make it okay. Even if you came from a very strict religious background, there was always something about you that says, I don't resonate with that because it's not the truth. And then when you hear something, anything similar to this, it resonates with you. And that's why all of you are in a community together, whether you're on this call now or listening to a later date. If you are listening to this podcast, you are at a certain level. You had enough experience. You have a vibration in you that knows that this is beneficial for you. And you also know that the vast majority of the rest of the population is not ready yet. Because why? They haven't had the experience yet. They still have to explore victimhood. You know you're the creator in the non-physical. That's your perception of reality. To understand what that means, you have to play around as in a victim. Earth just happens to be the best possible place, a magical place to explore that which is impossible to explore anywhere else because you forget who you are and tigers can eat you here. But then you realize after life, after life, after life, that it's not real. You're playing a game. You've got a VR headset on. None of this is real. And you hear information that says, you're just playing a game. And you go, oh, that's right. I remember that. I think I remember that. Then you start to remember who you are. Why don't they remember who they are? Because in fear, fear is a thing that causes them not to remember. If you were fearless, you'd be limitless. And you'd remember because that's who you are, your limitless being. So to be who you are, you rise out of the fear. What causes the fear? Beliefs or thoughts you think all the time that are not true. When you do this process of noticing when you have negative emotion and then realizing that that event is illuminating a belief that caused you to see this as bad or wrong, and you don't try to change the outside, but you say, oh, this limiting belief is making me feel limited. I'm limitless. So to become who I truly am, I soften these limiting beliefs. I change my mental construct. I look at fear rationally. 
I do not abide by irrational fear. I do not allow anything to limit me. I do not play by the rules. I do not complain with the rest of them. I do not do things the way they do it in physical reality. I'm playing by new rules in a new dimension where I am concerned about how I feel, how I expand, what I create, how I express love to my entire reality. And what awaits me is the unimaginable. So now it gets a little interesting. Not only did you come here to expand better than anywhere else and to explore this idea of victimhood, but because you're the tip of the spear and you're excited always about the new, that's why you're in the new earth first, this new planet that was created that has this new quality to it. You came here first. What happens when a human remembers who they are in this reality? Well, we're finding out now. We're finding out in the non-physical what happens when those of you walk around approaching this reality in a new way. You light it up. And we're all like, I can't believe that just happened. I was not expecting that. I did not know that worked that way. I never knew this before. All this information, all this new stuff is just flowing into us and we're expanding through that. See, when you have a question, it's answered. Well, if you're in the old approach to life in an old perspective and you're asking the same old questions, it's the same, it's nothing new. Now you come understanding who you are, expressing love, and you start asking new questions. What if I accepted my sister as she is? What if I didn't care about this thing that I thought was so wrong or bad? What if I decided that I'm just going to feel good? Oh, all these new things come popping up. Then you move on your way on your journey, exactly guided through experiences that raise your perspective so that these desires then come into your life as well. But until then, they're up here and we're playing with them and they are amazing. The reward for this eons of life after life after life after life of a life is coming to this life at the highest perspective and taking that leap of perspective where you elevate yourself and of course, everyone else into a new dimension. Now, sure, that dimension has always existed, but who really knew how it was going to play out? Who really knew what the qualities were? Who really knew what's going to happen there? It's new. That's why it's so exciting. That's why we revere you. We admire you. We are, love you. We are with you every step of the way. Because what you're doing, what all of you are doing, in thinking a new way and perceiving yourself from a higher and higher and higher perspective, it's exciting. It's what's next. And it's unimaginable. And so are you. With that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. That was fun. Yeah, that was a fascinating one. I really felt a lot of emotion in that. And as we're doing it more and more, the emotion gets stronger and stronger. It's almost where I choke up sometimes. And you can hear that in my voice once in a while. But this idea of this 5D reality or this this physical slash non-physical reality, this is where all the unimaginable experiences come from. Because in 
this new dimension, you have a lot more power to create because you're not creating out of fear. You're creating in tandem with the non-physical being guided and supported and receiving inspiration, intuition, your psychic abilities or empathic abilities start to come online. Your fear fades away and what you thought reality was, there's so much more to it. It's like going from the 2D reality, you know, the flat surface reality to a 3D, how much more awareness there is there. Well, same things when you go into a 5D reality, there's way more opportunity to understand who you are and how this whole system works and what you can create out of that. We're starting the next round of courses. The next boot camp is open to new people. We do one in the spring, one in the fall. The faster you are able to raise your perspective, the more your life will become what you intended it to become. The less you'll resist it, the less you'll have all these manifestation events. When you learn how to deal with manifestation events, you start to shift your perspective quite a bit. It's really interesting. And this one in spring is the one for all the new people to come into. And you'll have coaches and we have calls and there's a lot of support and community. It's really a lot of fun. And the basic training, if you're not ready for the boot camp, that's where to start. The basic training will also shift your perspective and you'll come to a place where you're completely aware of who you are and how this reality works and then be prepared to go to the boot camp after that. So if you're not sure which one, of course, send me an email. I'll explain them to you and you can make a decision. There's still plenty of time. This is inspiration. All you have to do is send me an email. Just push past the fear. Send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And I'll send you some information. We'll go from there. No big deal. Just sending an email, right? And then, of course, remember to share this podcast with your friends and like and subscribe. And almost everyone who's new to this podcast is because someone else referred them to it. And so think about people you know that might benefit from this and that you can talk to about it and have a friend who's listening to the same thing. It's really a lot of fun. You never know who's out there because everyone sort of keep these ideas secret, but so many people come from referrals from their friends, and that's really how this podcast has become so big. Thanks for everything you do to support us, and until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.